Hi, I'm Vanita, founder of Blink Brow Bar and the host of Thread Talks, where I chat to inspirational entrepreneurs from the Blink community about key challenges in their everyday lives, whether working with siblings, light bulb moments, or really just have downtime. And most of all, where do brows feature? I mean, everyone has a brow story. So join us on the sofa for a quick but insightful chat with these incredible experts. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Thread Talks. And I'm really thrilled today to have the most amazing journalist. She's worked in beauty for over 20 years uh, for the most prestigious glossy magazines. She probably won't remember, but I remember she was one of the first journalists to sit in a brow chair in Fenwick to have a tint. And I was very nervous about that. And she's here on the sofa with me today to talk about some beauty tips, but also You know, she is an entrepreneur. She co-founded Get The Gloss, which is a beauty and wellness platform. And she has now just launched Glow Gazette, which is just great for vibrant midlifers that, um, you know, lots of discussion points and tips uh, to help us uh, get through that tricky time. So welcome, Susanna. Hi, thanks for having me. So nice to have you. I'm dying to get stuck into questions. I want to ask you if there's one um, bit of advice you would give to people who wanted to sort of have a healthier life because you're very much into well-being. What's the one thing that you think can really transform people? Because it's hard. There's so much out there. There's so much out there and there's so many fads. And exactly, I'm not really, I'm, to be honest, I'm not really into the fads. So I would say, I mean, it's, it's difficult actually because there, there is eating well and there is exercise. And the, the two are almost as important as each other. But I think make your own food. I think making your own food, knowing exactly what's in it, mm-hmm. using fresh ingredients rather than loads of processed whatever. I think that is probably yeah. the most important thing. So the Indian thing. sort of chicken jar phrase from M&S, no, <laughs> on Friday night. No, but I bet you guys can make uh, yeah. an amazing yeah, that, curry. Yeah, well, that, that we I've always done. And obviously, yeah. I, you know, I grew up in a house where my mother cooked fresh food every day. Yeah. So um, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's really lovely to know what you're putting into your food, but also it's such a lovely cooking is a nice family ritual I think yeah exactly so. and I think that old saying what you know you, the car won't go if you put the wrong petrol in it is so true I think you've really got to nourish yourself from the inside mm. out and, well, that's and a nice way put, to think about it yeah and I think we can put as much makeup on as we want but no light diffusing moisturizer is going to change you know the way you actually look after yourself and your body and what you fuel yourself with yes okay well that's a good tip food let's start there fresh food yeah. loads of veggies too yeah loads of vegetables it's all yeah. got to come out of the ground doesn't it so yeah. less sugar less carbs. sugar yeah i think sh- sugar's probably the devil yeah i think that's true unfortunately it's hard with the children i found it really hard with the children actually and i know i had a lot of sugar when i was a kid um and it's tricky to know where to draw the line how much yeah, it is really hard because they they do what they want it don't they mm, they do and if, if they'll do it behind your back that's the thing so but anyway yeah. i think we just have to keep trying and i think if they have fresh food at the end of the day and they have the vegetables then the balance is is great yeah completely. Um, but i agree i think that is that is that can be transformational yeah, and it actually can be really hard, I think, for kids, especially when they become into sort of teens, because I've got a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old, and that my 14-year-old boy especially is so hungry. It's really hard to find things for them to yeah. eat that's sort of instant, and yes. they when they just want, like, chocolate or something, it's and really carrots hard. carrots and hummus doesn't seem to uh, no. do it for, no. for my son when he used to come home. So, <laughs> yeah. um, And in terms of beauty, yeah. 
do you remember sitting in the brow chair? I actually first do. Opened? Yeah, I do. And I, yeah. I was so nervous because it was yeah. Vogue yeah. slash Susanna. I do remember. Sitting in the chair. Yeah. And, you know, I remember my heart was in my mouth and that actually, I think the therapist got a little bit of tint in your eye and then she flushed it away. Yeah. And you were so lovely about it and you just... And then you you put us onto a page in Vogue, which is a dream come true for a new brand. So oh thank you. Well, <laughs> my pleasure. I do re I do remember. Stands out very but vividly. I also know that eyelash dye gets in your eyes. It, it does, and actually being able to flush it out quickly is is yeah. key. So she yeah. did manage to do that. I'm very pleased to say. Yeah. Um, but over the over the years, you must have seen so many brow trends, and I just wondered: are there any that? Well, what's a brow trend that you you've liked? Personally, I like the the fuller. Cara Delevingne type brow. I'm really glad actually that someone did say to me when I was younger, I think it was my mum, said don't over pluck your brows because she did. And so I, thankfully I still have, even though the, I do dye my eyebrows, I now use your eyebrow dye, but tint as I think you call it, but I've never gone for a really fine brow myself, but I love the look on people of, of it quite a natural brow. Yeah. I quite like a natural look generally. That's so. I'm not a mad fan of the overly defined, what I would term as the almost like the Nike swoosh around. Yes, it's yeah. just really arched, and you know I see a lot of that now. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of TikTok. I call it kind of a TikTok brow, which is yeah very sculpted, very. Uh, yeah. And I think it's interesting seeing women come in, and I think the brows should reflect who you are. So for those, you know, some women very polished, very groomed. It's important. It's absolutely perfect. They love that. And yeah. then you have, you know, sort of pared down, more natural. And I think I think your brows reflect who you are. So, but I, I'm definitely more of a Cara Delevingne because I just think eyebrows need to be preserved, yes. and skinnies are sort of have crept back into trend, and we've sort of said please don't tweeze them away use yeah. products to try and Shake make them. them skinny if you want to right uh, but don't don't um yes don't so. tweeze them away in case they don't come back exactly yeah so uh, yeah i really i i find the sort of that caravel delavine brow quite refreshing quite there's a real beauty in it in its yeah well there is they're defined though, aren't they there hasn't they've been left to sort of just grow Unruly, no. Sort of, well, I think so when you've got big way. brows like that, often they run into mono brows, which yeah. is what mine did. So I think there needs to be a certain amount of grooming. And yeah. also, you know, just taking the right amount of hair really lifts your cheekbones. Yeah. So I think I think you just, you can be natural, but I do think brows need maintenance. Yeah. Um, and I say that to women who I meet, so I haven't touched them. And I'm slowly converting the nation, slowly but surely, yeah. <laughs> getting there. <laughs> but, you know, I think I agree, natural is... is lovely yeah yeah so um and over the years have you got a um who would be your beauty icon do you think well i often think that i actually should have sort of i should have lived what well, my heydays should have been in the 1970s i actually think i like 70s music or 60s and 70s music that that's kind of like my my thing i love the style from then and so i love the look of people like jean shrimpton the model and I think she had great brows. And yeah. also um, Bridget Bardot. I just love, oh, she's more sort of 60s, but I love those yeah, looks. Gorgeous. I love the sort of hippie hair and the, you know, the quite natural look. But it's all, oh, it's all kind of, a lot of coming violence. back, quite retro. And, yeah. I mean, I was thinking Ali McGraw love story when you were saying that. I was just thinking of the Willie Hatton. Ali McGraw loves, love story. All the, I yeah. follow sort of like 70s people on Instagram and stuff because I, yeah. I really love... Maybe it's also also the clothing things. I adore the sort of 70s vibe. I like 
flared jeans and you know like t-shirts and and all those tones those kind of browns and no i, th- I think it was it's a great right? that, i mean that's a bit yes. of a different look but yeah. um i think brooke shields is tipping into 80s isn't she but she yes. also had great yeah. big brows but i think yeah she, she had amazing 80s. brows lauren hutton you know sort of the sort of the models and icons of that time mm. i always love i think i it's because i love that quite natural look and i think they had quite a sort of even though Bardet wore lots of eyeliner, there was a real sort of, there was quite a rawness to her look, and I, I love that. Yeah, and she went from actually being, it's more 60s tipping into 70s, isn't totally, it? Yeah. So a bit yeah. more kind of finished, and yeah. then the 70s, it was all really like, you know. Yeah, like, let it all hang out. Yeah, dippy dippy. <laughs> Tell me about your new Glow Getter newsletter, because I think this is really, it's really exciting to just have a sort of hub where, so much is shared in terms of wellness, beauty and the experience that you've had. So the Glow Gazette is all about, it's for the modern midlifer, basically. It is, my sort of strapline is skin, soul and sanity. And like I was saying before, I think you can't really paper over the cracks. Although we, I personally love, you know, makeup. I love makeup. Yeah. It's I'm never without makeup. And so it's going to include you know, a lot of information about makeup, you know, have amazing tips from makeup artists and all sorts of amazing things. But also, and probably most importantly, it's about sort of glowing from the inside out. And I think at, at midlife and from what I see from my friends, and there is a possibility for the wheels to come off in various shameful forms. You know, a lot of people I know have, you know, having difficulties in relationships, one day you look in the mirror and your face has suddenly changed, your neck's falling off, you know. It, and so, you know, I wanted to write about it, I wanted to, wanted to help, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's really nice for, for to read it somewhere and have the discussion. And it is true that suddenly in your life, you look in the mirror and think, when did that happen? Yeah. You know, uh, trying to hold it all together. And I think the expectations now in life that, you know, you have to be, you have to look amazing. You have to be good at this. You have to um, be a wonderful mother. All these things, which um, I'm not sure there's much pressure on our parents. No. So uh, I think, and I think that because of the noise of Instagram and the noise of social yes. media, I think the pressure is more intense than ever to sort of mm. do this or that or tweak this or that. And the noises, I think that's what also gets to me. There's a big section on my newsletter about ways to feel more human because I think we are frazzled and because of our constant looking at the internet on our phones and everything I feel we're very disconnected yes and there's a section that is all about getting back to feeling more human Mm. sort of centering ourselves yeah so there's quite there's a bit of a spiritual element to it without it being too woo woo because I I I know from speaking to people that some of them are really into the woo woo stuff some of them just aren't at all. Yeah, and I think I think everybody's trying to get that balance of trying to be a bit more mindful, yeah. maybe a bit more spiritual. Yeah. Um, because it, I think well during the pandemic it helped a lot of people get through it. Yeah. So now people are definitely more engaged with the whole, yeah. you know, with with the topic of meditation, mindfulness, yeah. exercise, exactly. all that t- taking moments out. Yeah. Being so, in nature, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to um, reading that. I think it sounds great. Um, and, you know, in terms of mood boosting, what do you have a, is there something that you like doing? I know you're very creative, so you, that might be what you're going to tell me, but just in terms of making you feel better when you're frazzled or overwhelmed. Well, better when frazzled, well, probably being out in nature is something that I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I do live out in the countryside. So being outside, taking myself off for a little stroll, if I'm particularly frazzled, is mm. always a winner. The cortisol levels just seem to 
drop yes. when, when I'm outside amongst the trees and things. But then I always find having a bath, a bath for me, I always say a bath is my spiritual home because I just love having a bath. And it, I kind of Lighting shut a candle. Yeah. I don't actually really light a candle, but I just shut everyone else out. Yeah. I tell my husband not to come in. Like, Do you not have the children? People. Or maybe they're, they're much older now. But when I remember when I was little yeah. and I was in the bath, Mama, Mama, every two yeah. minutes. And it was... No, normally it's after my youngest Willow's gone to bed. Oh, perfect. So then I will have a bath and and my husband knows not to talk to me. I'm like, please don't talk. I just need to sort of, I need some quiet time to sort of recalibrate in a yes. way. Yeah, no, well, that's, I, I mean, I think bars are just, it's quiet time, isn't it? It it's is. It's finding those moments yeah. on your own when no one's yeah. going to bother you. And creatively, actually, yeah, that's the thing. I draw. I love drawing. Mm. Well, I have that's seen amazing. your amazing drawings yeah. on Instagram and... Uh, yeah, I sort of, I'm, if I'm drawing, I get sort of, I feel like I'm taken to another place. I don't know where I've gone but I've gone somewhere else for a while. But it's so lovely to have something like that that you can do that is a kind of meditation. Yes, it um, is, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. So you're doing this Glow Gazette, which sounds um, sounds really intriguing. I can't wait to read it. If you could write a letter to your younger self, what, what would it say? What would it say? I, I think I, um, so I'm quite a sensitive person, always, always have been. And... Um, I'm probably, you know, I'm probably overly nice to people. That's probably all part of me being sort of quite sensitive. And I think throughout my career, I, I think I've probably sometimes people slightly can take advantage of you when you're mm -hmm. when you're not when you're the nice person um, instead of like the ballsy brash person. Yes. So I think I would probably say to myself, I would say to myself, you know, stick up for yourself. I think that would be one thing I would yes. say. Don't let people. Tougher put you down because it's all it's great being sensitive I actually have come to realize that that's a bit of a superpower because mm. that is what makes me creative and it's what makes me empathetic and it you know what makes me do my job but I think in the world out there you've got to be there this you do need a bit of toughness so I think I would say stand up for yourself you know don't um don't let people put you down I do remember when I was doing work experience once there was this lady who used to call me thingy the whole time oh. that was horrendous I think I would say <laughs> thingy yeah. it's outrageous yeah outrageous she wouldn't get away with that um no I would also say all this is well and good but it's everything meaningful happens on the inside um and I'm going to give you some quick fire questions okay now. tell me Pilates or yoga yoga Yes, I have seen you do handstands on this one. Headstands, no, I should headstand. say, not handstands, sorry. I can't, do a, I can't do a handstand, although I did start trying, but I know you've got to build up to it. You can't just Yeah, I'm do not it. there yet. No, Definitely but I not. do love yoga. I feel it's like a bit of a dance. I love it. I have to say I've really um, got into yoga and I do feel it's changed how I feel about myself. I can actually move my body and my Amazing. back pain is gone as well. Amazing. So there is no doubt that it just gets yeah. lubricates everything and helps you to move better. So I'm... Um, yeah and just the very act of that actually makes you also think about your body and how it moves and things well i think often we're just moving around in the, in the world and we don't think about our body mm. but yoga actually sort of connects you and you think oh i've got a funny hip there or, yes and it, it does make you think about your body and yeah. how it is and how it moves and no it's, how it's it feels. brilliant actually my grandfather lived 201 because he was oh wow he did practice yoga every day That's amazing. Um, he was really slim uh oh. vegetarian did yoga day, and it just shows that if you live well wow you know do you live in India? He lived in India, yeah. and then he used to come and see us. But that's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, so it's your quick fire, not mine. No. Uh, uh, okay, ski or beach? 
Mm, and you got to oh. choose one. Um, well, I do love a mountain. There's nothing like being in the mountains, but I think I'd have to go beach. I love actually ocean. just like the ocean and having my feet in the sand. And I'd, I would actually just lie and roll around in the sand. My husband hates being covered in sand. He has to be, like sit on a sun lounge. <laughs> but I just, Me too. I just yeah, love it. So. He's like, get the sand off. And I just it's love... It's messy. It's sticky, isn't it? Yeah. So. <laughs> I would go beach. Okay. And... At sunset. I think the beach at sunset, 6pm as the sun's going down, cocktail in hand the best that's and the, the sun best. is just the sun's warm it's no longer yeah. hot that would be the point mm -hmm. for me that sounds really tempting actually i feel mm -hmm. like doing it right now fact or fiction fact actually probably i i like reading about people's sort of own experience kind of memoirs uh, yeah i still love i love fiction but i think i think i prefer sort of real real life tinted moisturizer or foundation tinted moisturizer every day of the week very interesting everyone's heading that way actually well i um because i have sort of slightly freckly skin and if i go in the sun then my freckles really come out but i'm i'm very fair and if i wear foundation proper foundation i feel like well i look like to me i look like i've got a proper mask on mm. it's too heavy it, it I think, doesn't look like sometimes. me anymore it looks much more sort of fake and i've never gone for that sort of fake kardashian like look i'm I'm always a no makeup, makeup kind of girl. Yeah. I love a glow. That's what okay. I love. I'm always after a glow. Hence the glow set. <laughs> and brow tamer or lash curler? Brow tamer. Mm. I used to curl my lashes when I was younger. And I've just, they actually naturally sort of curl up. So I don't think I actually ever needed to really. But my eyebrows definitely do the funny when I wake up in the morning, they're all over. The yeah, I know. We all go through that. Floppy so, brows. Um, it always makes you look so much better, a brow tamer. Definitely. Lifts, yeah. gives you yeah. cheekbones, yeah. opens up your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. A bit neater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Sana. It's been brilliant. Thanks for sharing all your beauty tips. Good luck with Glow Gazette. And yeah, it's, it's been so it's lovely. A pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.